It's Northwest Popcast. Tonight we're talking with legendary actor Deep Roy. Anyway, so it's Northwest Popcast. We're here with Star Wars, Star Trek actor Deep Roy. Thanks for being on the show, Deep. Thank you for having me. So what we're going to do, Deep, this is Alan, we're going to start the, the Wayback Machine to 1976. <laughs> nice. Yes. Back to the past. So, this, <laughs> well, why, don't is, you, why don't you listen? Why don't you start the you know 1975? Okay, let's go to 1975, Deep. Well, listen, why don't you, let, we're going let, to the time machine. Yeah, let let let's start since 1972. Whoa, cool! Going okay. further back, cool. Right. Shall we what start 1972? Yes. Yes. Yeah. So go start 1972. Well, actually, it was 1970 that I started in this business. Love it. Love it. It was 1970 that I started in this business and I started doing stand-up comedy in uh, oh, wow. in England. In England. That's it all. It's yes, in England, in London, and the Manchester, and all that. I used to do the nightclubs and all that, and uh, I did it for at least four years. And in 1975, somebody saw me do the stand-up comedy. That made them sit down, and. Uh, well, you didn't get the joke. That made them sit down to listen to me. And uh, <laughs> so I got my first television appearance, which was uh, New Avengers. with Patrick McGee, Joanna oh, wow. Lumley, Gareth Hunt. That was my first television appearance. And uh, after that, in Samia, I did... Uh, uh, the movie with Peter Sellers. Okay. Uh, Pink Panther. Right. Again. Pink Panther. Again. Okay. Right. Nice. Yeah. Classic. Film. And classic film, you know, shooting in Munich. It didn't happen because he wanted to shoot in October Fest in Munich. Okay. So oh, actually, yeah. That's going to be fun. So that didn't work out because uh, people had too much to drink. Even the crew had much to drink, so he shut up everything. And uh, he said we're going to do everything in 1970 at Shepparton Studios. So they built the whole thing again at Shepparton Studios. Okay. So that's where the whole... Uh, Beer Oktoberfest was shot and everything. And that was my first feature. Hey, Deep, and how old were I, you? How old were you at uh, that time? A, a, listen, age is immaterial. You should ask me how young Love I was. Love it. Love <laughs> it. Right. Yeah. 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 Exactly. You know, age yeah. is just numbers. If I say two and two, you'll get twenty-two. 
if I said two and three, <laughs> could be four. Well, then you're you're still a young man then. Well, young man, old man, this man, that man. But the thing is, uh, it's 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 it's, it's, uh, it's it's all about contentment. I like that. Yeah. That's, that's a good positive attitude. Love it. Yeah, but the thing is, you know, your heart says more, more, more. Your mind, you know, your mind says more, more, more. Your heart says no, no, no. This Absolutely. is this is where this is where the contentment comes. You know, I'm not perfect. I'm still learning. I've got yep. a lot to learn. Yeah. I've got a lot to learn. You know. You know, my dad used to say to me, "Be nice. You've got nothing to lose." Very true. Remember that. Yeah, you know, that's, that's you know, great. That, that, you know, in, in, in my opinion, life is wonderful. Everyone is amazing, including you guys. Oh, thank you, Deep. You're awesome. Well, I can Good. tell how such a great attitude took you through so many wonderful opportunities in your career, how you how having an attitude like that could bring everything that we've seen you in. Absolutely. And people probably are like, wait, that's Deep Roy. And, I mean, you've done everything from Star Wars to Star Trek to Poltergeist. I mean, to even the Leprechaun. The Dark Crystal. Yeah. Tell me and Dark Crystal. Sure, yeah. go ahead. Oh, no, I was just going to jump in. I'm a big Star Wars fanatic, so I want to I want to talk Star Wars. So <laughs> Empire Strikes Back, Yoda. Yes. Yes, Tell I. Me what I was did. like to play the role of Yoda? You know, when they first asked me, you know, to to do the Yoda, and uh, they said to me, I was too tall. That made my day. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and uh, it's nothing to do with height. Uh, trust me, it's nothing to do with height. You know, uh, you know, in my in my mind. I keep. I, I I think I'm six feet tall or six feet tall. Love it. But you know, and 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 nothing has stopped me. Height is immaterial. You know, to me at least. You know, and uh, uh, what I gain in what what I lack in size, I gain in other ways. So true. You know, but it's 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 not about height or anything like that. You know, I'm very content. I'm very happy. And uh, uh, you were talking about uh, Star Wars Empire Strikes. No, return is it Empire Strikes again? Isn't it? Empire Strikes Back. Right. Uh, walking, walking Yoda. So they told me uh, to fall, and they said to me. Can you walk on the knees? I said I do all the time. I'm just kidding. <laughs> so, so, <laughs> so, so, so I, I, I have to wear a knee pad and walk on my knees. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, what in England they call it a grumbling pad. You know, uh-huh. you know, you know. But I, I did. So that was the. The perspective shot they say when Yoda walks. Plus, I did some puppeteering as well. You know, we did puppeteering on Dark Crystal. You know, on other movies, I've done some puppeteering too. 
So this is how the walking Yoda happened. And uh, it was uh, it was Frank so Oz. Would, never would have known that you got even just a little bit shorter for that character. That's neat. Sure, which is Frank Oz was the Yoda's voice and he did the puppeteering everything of this yeah. yeah. Worked worked with Frank Oz and Jim Henson, amazing guys on God Crystal. Yeah. You know, I turned I turned out Labyrinth. They weren't very happy when I turned down Labyrinth because I had to take a rest. And I came to Los Angeles for vacation. And uh, this is when Portergeist happened. Oh. I remember you were talking to me. And I was, yeah, I, was yeah. on a, I was on a vacation. And I came to see my good friend, Keith Harvey. Um, and then I met him in Germany to a movie called uh, uh, Enemy Mine, and uh, which was another Wolfgang Peterson movie. And the first one I did with him was Never Ending Story. And then I did uh, uh, Enemy Mine with him, and he was uh, uh, to play Zamas, was an alien. Uh, which uh, Luke Gossett Jr. gives birth in Alien, and uh, which I played very much in the movie. Actually, I doubled the boy because uh, uh, the boy name was Bumper Robinson, and uh, he couldn't take the makeup and anything like that on. And the Wolfgang Peter asked me to do. He said, I wish your head would match his. I would have used you all the time, but at least I can't do any close-ups on you. And Bumper Robinson did some close-ups. The rest of the stuff, I did it. So that was Wolfgang Peterson, such an amazing director, amazing person to work with because he did the never-ending story as well. And that's a so, classic, that's a kid classic, cult classic, whatever you want to call it. I mean, people. So that those, that never ending story was done in nineteen eighty. It's nineteen eighty four. Yeah. No, 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 no. Never ending story came out in nineteen eighty one. Oh. So never ending story really shot in nineteen seventy nine. There you go. Oh. And, yeah. And 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 I was in Munich, another Munich movie. I've done four movies in Munich, Germany. Oh, there you go. Yeah, uh, you know, Pink Panther, that yeah. one story. Uh, the other one was uh, Enemy Mine. And another one was Roots of Evil, where I played Mafia boss, and uh, which was an independent movie. And uh, uh, so those are the four movies that I did in mm-hmm. Munich. Okay. Um, but we're talking about, you know, let's move further, you know, we also did uh, uh, Return of the Jedi, where I played uh, Ewok. And, uh, cool. and yeah, let's, let's move, let's yeah, move it's the backwards. Bears, right? Yeah, let's move backwards. I also did Rupi, Rupi McCall, and I was in RTD two more times. And Kenny Baker was, God bless his soul. 
Danny Baker oh, that's was right. amazing. Yeah. That's right. Yes, I was in RTD two more times. Yeah, I know, but then again, you know, you're talking about nineteen nineteen uh seventy seven, seventy eight, you know, and, and the first lady would tell me, Get in there. I said, No, that's me for Kenny Baker. Kenny Baker had uh, too much uh, to drink in the afternoon because they had uh, uh, a bar in the studios and uh, Two pints, Kenny is this way. So, sure. God bless Kenny, you know. And I was, I they put me in RTD too, which was very uncomfortable. <laughs> you played, you Kenny played thing, some iconic characters in the Star Wars franchise, from Yoda to an Ewok to, uh, the cool. <laughs> to uh, obviously R2-D2, everyone. Most uh, iconic droid. Yeah, the most beloved, right, I would say. So, I mean... Well, that's Star Wars, you know, uh, you know, and uh, this is, we're talking about the uh, late 79, early 80s. And, yeah. uh, um, like I said, I, I, I started in the features in 75 on television and all that. In between, I did uh, Doctor Who, which was 1976. There you go, yeah. And I was there Mr. Sims. It's 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 uh, a ventriloquist dog that comes into life and starts killing people. Oh wow! <laughs> so this is this this was Tom Baker was a Doctor Who at that time. Mm-hmm. I did the whole season. Well, I mean, I did seven episodes. I don't know what the season was, but uh, that's 1976. Yeah. Uh, it, it, it all started there and I've never looked back and uh, I'm one of the luckiest guys. Not only that, through the family and the friends and, uh, and 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 amazing directors and producers and actors and actresses that I work with. Dave, can I ask you a question about uh, when you were working in Munich in 1975 with, uh, did you, uh, Discussed much with Peter Sellers, or was he to himself, and that was just uh, just a, a bit part that you wanted to kind of uh, bring to life, and that was it? No, 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 no. That's a great question. Peter was such an amazing person. I'll tell you, this is a true story, and I'm gonna lie to you because when I met Peter, his favorite food was Indian food. He loved Indian food, and when we talked. And uh, he used to drink a mango lassi. He he that was his favorite drink. And unfortunately, Peter passed away when he was only fifty-one years old. One of the funniest, <laughs> one of the funniest director actor I've ever met. He can do any accent, you name it, he'll do it. The best Indian accent he did he was better than my better than my Indian accent. Even though I'm an Indian, you know, he was truly a legend. Oh. And we talked a lot, and um, he said, let's play a joke on Blake Edwards, a director. I said, yeah, yeah I can't do that, Peter. This is my first movie. They'll fucking fire me. And he said, that's why I walk with you. Oh. And... Um, uh, and, and, and I said, no, I can't do that. And and I said, what do you want to do with this? He said, uh, I can't stand him. 
<laughs> I hear them with my yeah. This is a truth. You said I I I I hear them with a passion. I found Stan. I do my job. He does his job. And we have did four or five movies together. He said we've got nothing in common. I couldn't stand the guy. Huh. So, so the joke was with this. You know, we were shooting in Munich in a castle where he snoops around and goes into a garbage can and his head comes up. Then his head goes down. He said, what we're going to do is we're going to plant you in that garbage can, you know. And when I go into the garbage, your head comes up first. I said, okay. Well, that's, that's Peter Sellers. He said, only two people know. Nobody else knows. The hmm. camera operator and the first lady. Hmm. That's it. He said, we've got to tell first lady he's going to arrange everything. So they put me into this garbage can. It was empty. <laughs> it was empty, a new one. It was empty. It wasn't garbage, but it was new. And, and, and uh, all beaten thing, you know, uh, the 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 uh, the people does you know the the props the weathering or something the props the props you know and all that <laughs> so they parted me in there on that five minutes I said what the hell is going on there and Peter is talking to me I said Peter not looking at me I gotta get out of this man it's almost been seven minutes Peter was talking to me and. Uh, and and Dick said to him, Are you okay, Peter? He said, Yeah, I'm just rehearsing my lines. Yeah. So he was talking to me. He said, Guys, you gotta hurry up. You gotta hurry up. This is it. I got it. otherwise I'm not gonna be So the camera rolls, he comes around and my head comes up and they printed that trade page. Blake that was was laughing so hard, he said, I wish I could use this thing. But it went to they printed. They printed that. So this is how Peter Sellers was. Like to play jokes. And uh, and he was a he was a you know, in my opinion, the greatest uh uh actor and a comedian that can do the action. You name it, he can do it. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah, so deep on that. Yeah, wow. seriously. Yeah. I mean, just to follow up, I mean your career just it, it, Oh man, there's a lot of he did a lot of stunt performing uh in lots of movies. What uh what did you get what were your experiences like being a stunt performer in several films? I mean, I the list just goes on and on. What what stands out to you from uh the various uh, what, yeah, what stands out for me to be a stuntman? A collar, a collar, a broken collarbone. Oh! <laughs> what What was the stunt that gave you that broken yeah. collarbone? Uh, 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 a rotator cuff. Uh, because uh, when I did three kings with Mark Wahlberg and George Clooney, oh, wow. I was doing the stunt, and it was just a moving car. You had to jump through the moving car. There were other people jumping. And I kept telling this girl, you know, when we jump, we jump sideways. Jump, don't jump forward. If you jump forward, you're going to rotate backwards. Because your momentum mm-hmm. is going to tell you that. And what happened, that's exactly what she did. When telling her, you know, uh, I was in, in front of her. She was behind me. 
And when I jumped, he was the bat. He jumped from the front. He hit me while I was in the air. I could land it on my shoulders. That's what I did by rotator cuff. It's a pain in it's a it's it's a pain in the neck. I you know I thought I would use other words, but then again, it's a podcast. But I don't want to curse anybody. Yeah. Um, yeah. It took me it took me six months to recover. Wow. It's a six months six months I had to work very hard, and uh, and and I always wanted to work with Ron Howard. Which I did. Yeah. I I did Grinch with him, but yeah. uh, uh, before that, I turned down uh, the biggest movie. You should have asked me. You should have asked me the question: Have you ever turned down the work? Any work done? I did. I did. Lo- I turned down Lords of the Rings. Really? Oh. oh. Did Did they say who they wanted you to play, or were you just out? No, no, they wanted to play, you know, they wanted me, you know, and uh, 18 months in New Zealand, and uh, and I said, uh, it's going to be a, they wouldn't give me a sad deal, it's like a buyer. I said, no sad deal, I'm going to work. So, wow. and, and my, my agent was, uh, he stopped at me, he said, how can you turn that kind of money down? I said, money is it's a material to me, but then going eighteen months to New Zealand yeah, and to do backward wow. back you know, and then I love Peter Jackson, wonderful guy. I went all the producers, I did. Yeah. But uh turned that down and I'm glad I did. I always wanted to work out with Ron Howard and then I did a big uh, uh McDonald commercial. Uh, yeah. I would have missed that if I wasn't going to New Zealand. And uh, uh, I also did X-Files as a guest. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. On X-Files, the guy in the cart and all that thing. And last but not least, I met Tim Burton. Yes, yeah. that is to- such a perfect segue. Uh, I really wanted to ask you about Charlie and the Chocolate Factory because that is one of my favorite films that you have done. I love every single dance move that you do in it, all of the work with the percussion. And, you know, Deep, I have one question for you. When you're either maybe out at a club or at a wedding, you ever bust out your Oompa Loompa <laughs> dance move? I do all the time. I bust out in the bathroom. too. <laughs> So listen, oh. that's a great question. So let me let me go further back. You know, I met Tim Burton. I did Planet of the Apes with him. You know, I I I I I played uh, I played the Gorilla Kid and Theodore's niece. I I played two different apes, and then they used me as a human being. So he comes to me and he said to me, "How do you do?" This is Tim Burton. He said, I don't want you to get hurt. Please, get out of this mess, you know. And and, and we were in Mojave. Yeah, they were filming there. And uh, he said, look, I've established you. You know, you're be- beating these big apes. That doesn't look nice. You're beating the shit out of these big guys. But I'm going to use that. 
He said to me, I'm not going to use that. So get out of there. Go and relax. Don't worry about it. I know you're going to be here. You're going to go, you know. And, you know, Colin Atwood, she was the uh, costume designer. And she said to me, she, she heard all that. And then she started putting different wigs on me, different things. And um, and I would come out and Tim would go, oh, my God. And, and she knew I wasn't, he's not going to use me. Yeah. And Tim said to me, get out of there. I don't want you to get hurt. Because they got horses involved and all that. So I didn't do anything there. They took me there for two weeks. I didn't do anything. Yeah. Wow. And there was some coordinator, you know, that I knew him, you know, sexual flirtation and all that. Okay. Yeah. They still paid me? Of course they did. Yeah. yeah. And uh, when the movie finished, and I got a call. And then he said he's doing the big fish. Would you be interested? Oh. I said, sure. So I did big fish, and he said, only a couple of scenes. Uh-huh. I said, it doesn't matter. I said to him, it doesn't matter. So when I went to Montgomery in Alabama, that's where they were filming. And uh, he said to Tim Thompson, he said, I've changed my mind. I said, okay, you don't want me? I seen that. He said, no, 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 no. He said, uh, what I want to do is uh, I want to extend your part uh, that Danny DeVito is your boss and you're his lawyer. Because it was a circus movie. And he said, I don't want you to act like a clown. I want to act, you act like a like a like a lawyer. Oh. Like, you know, <laughs> yeah, like a lawyer in a clown suit. That's a poor lawyer that clowns. That's what I said to him. He started laughing. <laughs> <laughs> so this is, this is what it's called, uh, Soggy Bottoms, what the name of the correct. Mr. Mr. Soggy Bottoms. Oh, yeah, there you go. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, well, I like Mr. Well, it's not Mr. Soggy Bottoms. Mr. Shin and Dr. Who, Mr. Soggy yeah. Bottoms. So this is, uh, this is how that, that happened. And coming back to Charlie, which was your question, uh, 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 a couple of months later, he called me. It was in April. He said, I, I want to sit and talk to you. I said, okay. He said, let's meet somewhere. He was just finished Big Fish. He was editing. He said, tomorrow is my last day. Let's sit down and talk. I said, talk. Uh, he said, Wasted and talk. I didn't know what he was going to talk about. Yeah. So I met him in Santa Monica at Viceroy. He, he asked me, where do you normally go? I said, I go to Viceroy. He said, deep boy, let's meet at Viceroy. <laughs> so so I, he, I was two minutes late. Tim was there breaking up and down, up and down, up and down. And I said, I'm so sorry, I'm late. I walk into Viceroy, he said, where would you like to sit? I said, let's go down where the pool is. So I walked down to the pool and looked at him. He said, ah, too much like a movie set. <laughs> and, um, and I said, he walked in. I said, stay at the bar? He said, no. So I said, how about this? He said, well, I love you. Well, we found a nice little wood, a corner wood, and... He started talking. So he takes a photograph out of his pocket 
the planet of the earth for the that which I did with one girl like you that you did. So this is my favorite. This is my favorite photo. I said, thank you, man. Much appreciated. I mean, and he just, his son was born only a month old. And he said, I miss him so much. He started talking about him. He said, what's his name? He said, we haven't given him any name. And he said, do we have any suggestions? I said, why don't we call him Richard Burton Jr. or Richard Burton? He said, I don't want son to be uh, uh, Richard Burton. He said, I don't want anyone that's son to be called Dick. I said, okay. Uh, I, I said, okay. And, and, and he, he, I said to him, he said, did you? I said, one of uh, uh, he said, the middle name has to be Ray. Middle name has to be Ray. I said, why? He said, that's my dad's name. I have Helena bottom part of dad's name also, Ray, middle name. So we can have to have Ray in the middle. I said, okay, why don't we call him James Ray Burton? And you can call him JR. And he oh, said, oh, yeah. I don't like JR. That was that man. He said, oh, I don't like JR. You know, Dallas. Larry Hadman, Jr. Then I said, why don't you name him William Ray Burton? I like that. I like that. He wrote that. And then they named their son Billy Ray Burton. So his, his son's name is Billy Ray. It's William Ray Burton, Billy Ray. So <laughs> after that, he said, let's talk about uh, the movie. He said, he took out He's a great illustrator, great artist. Did something yeah. out of his pocket. And yeah. he said, he's going to be doing a movie called Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. I said, that's great. He said, I want you to play all the Lumpas. I said, wow. He said, there'll be four. So he takes it. I said, cool. He said, but I don't like the script. It has to be rewritten and everything. And he said, but don't turn any work down. If you've got some work coming up, take it. And But keep in touch. I said, okay. Two months later, oh, uh, this is 2003 I'm talking about now. Mm-hmm. And two, yeah. I, I met him in April. In August, he comes back here to LA. And by end of August, beginning of September, he said, uh, uh, he said, uh, I want you, plus he said he wanted Johnny Depp to play as Willy Wonka. He How told me that. that? He, yeah, so he told me that, you know, in April. He comes back in end of August, beginning of September, he said, we got Johnny signed up. We got you, that's the look I was looking for. And yet I haven't signed any deal yet, you know, so... I said, cool. He said, it's going to be shot in London. So what okay. passport have you got? I said, I've got a British and uh, American. I'm going to be in Sydney. Yeah, you got it taken care of. You're all set, yeah. Yeah, he said, he, said, he, said, the reason I'm, he said, the reason I'm asking about, about this is because uh, uh, you don't have to get, get you the work visa. I said, that's great, man. So he said, the movie has to be shot in London for one year. This is in September he's talking. And I said, sure, he said, I want one more commitment from you. And he said, by the way, from four, I changed my mind, you're going to be seven Oompa Loompas. Six oh. other people are going to be, 
six other people are going to dance with you, put your mask on and dance with you. Oh, wow. I said, sure. He said, uh, can you sing? I said, yeah, here and there. He said, can you uh, dance? I said, I, I said, only at the weddings and the parties. <laughs> and, uh, and, and he said, great, okay. And uh, off I go to London. And uh, they invited me in the premiere of uh, Big Fish. So I took my family. He said, you want to invite us? You know, invite us. Whoever you want to, so I invited my family. So we went to the premiere of uh, Big Fish. Uh, and I took my brother, my niece, and 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 my sister. They all came to the premiere oh, that's of real Big, big, big fish in London, big premiere. And uh, after the premiere, we started talking and all that. And then he said, okay, we're going to fly you out. And I flew there in December of uh, 2003. And uh, they flew me in and out of L.A. And then January, they brought in the other people that wanted to dance with me. So Tim looks and they couldn't find anybody proportional. So they brought in uh, school kids oh. uh, from from London to dance with me. They're all Indians. I tell you guys, they were terrific dancers. Oh, cool! I couldn't even I couldn't you know I mean they did you know so 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 Tim said to me, okay, we put. He picked seven and will dance with you. So I said, uh, it's not going to work. So I talked, uh, uh, Tim said to me, come and talk to me. He always pulled me on the side. He started talking in front of people. I said to him, you know why it's not going to work? He said, why? It's me and him talking. I said, the reason it's not going to work, you put a mask onto the kid. They're going to look at the marks, going to look down. They're going to mm-hmm. ruin the shop. Plus, plus, you're going to send them to school. That gives you only four hours to shoot. And he said to me, now what? Yeah. Yeah. And then, then he said to me, now what? I said, I'll do it myself. He gave me high five. He said, on one condition. I said, what? Yeah. He said, you've got to get the distance between you and yourself. And I said, why? And he said to me, because Oompa Loompas are like a regiment. They do everything for size. No comedy. Not, they're like a freaking regiment. I love it. I, I said, okay. So he said, another thing. You can't pick up a song in the script. You can pick, pick up a song that's not in the script. Huh. I, said, okay. I said, okay. So I picked up a song, Tom Jones song, or some it's not unusual to have fun with anyone. It's oh, okay. not unusual to have fun with anyone. So I did that. So he said, I want to do seven that way, seven other ways. I did the first seven. He said, come on, have a look at this. I said, no, Tim, let me finish the other seven. He said, looks great. I said, no, let me finish the other seven. So when they done all 14, which I did, he said, are you going to come and have a look at it now? I did. And I said, yeah, it's okay. He said, what do you mean? Man? Yeah, it's okay. I said, oh, I could have done better. He said, no, no, man, this is amazing. Give me high five and, and uh, 
And he said to me, we're on. So this is how... The high five the deal. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And that's, that, 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 that's it, you know. And uh, I went to the rehearsal. And they had all these uh, professional dancers, all tall female dancers, because Tim wants to look, how does it look with everybody dancing there? Oh. Yeah. So I was the only dancer, uh, a male guy dancing with these ladies. They were professional dancers, and they told them they were going to be in the movie. And they knew they weren't going to be in the movie. They just here for a rehearsal. When we did the first song, and uh, it was a Veruca Salt song, but the music was Augustus group music. Mm-hmm. Okay. Tim comes, Tim comes to me, and we've been rehearsing that for one month. It was a Veruca Salt with the the music of Augustus Group. You know, so what happened? He comes, he said, I want to say, okay. So I said, okay. He said, you know what? I know you've been rehearsing for one month. Uh, I want to put the music of Lucas Hall into Augustus Group so it looks more dynamic. That's the opening song. And he said, uh, how do you feel about that? I said, great. <laughs> said, and that's what I said, great. And he said, aren't you mad? I said, why should I be? Hmm. I said, uh, you're the director, it's your prerogative. You want to make, make me look dynamic? I'm all sorry. He said, let's go and get this news to the choreographer. And we went to the choreographer. And let me go back further back. You know, when they had the choreographer, you know what he said to me? If you don't like the choreographer, we can change it. Because you're going to we'll be working with her for a long, long time. This is why you're running a marathon. I said, okay. He said, if you don't like her, we'll have another choreographer. I said, no, she's fine. He asked me. He used to talk to me every week. We used to sit and talk every week. We had a with studios. And That's we were so rehearsing. Cool. Such a great relationship. Yeah. Yeah, and then we, 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 we were sitting and we were talking and we were, you know, and he said, let's go and talk to Francesca, that is a choreographer, and give her the, the bad news, I said, and the good news. So I said, okay. So we come <laughs> and, we, and, and we go and, 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 and we go, Francesca, I'm going to talk to you. I said, I want to talk to you. So he said, and he said, come be so went to her office, sat, and he said, uh, I changed my mind. She was like, is she going to fucking fire me? Her face, and she said, you know what? This Lucas song that you've been listening to that month, I've changed my mind. The music goes to Augusta's group because it's a more dynamic. I want to make it look more dynamic in your opening song. So uh, the one-month rehearsal, Sorry, that uh, uh, one month got, you know, whatever you did, you know, and then he walks away, and and when he walked away, you see the choreographer, the big fit. Oh, she was mad. And she hmm. looked at me, and she said, aren't you? I said, no. I said, why should I be? Because that's the director. That's his prerogative. 
And, uh, and she said to me, we're going to find the steps. I said, don't worry, I've got some steps. But Tim always said to her, whatever steps Deej wants, that goes in there too. That's and cool. he said, I want to, yeah, that's what he said. He said, because I want to make sure Deej is like Deej. That, you know. So this is how Oompa Loompas happened. In the end, I did 165 individual Oompa Loompas. Oh, wow. Yeah. 65? 165. Oh, 165. Wow, Dave. What an amazing role. Seriously. <laughs> I, I, I know it was, but then again, I didn't count. Dedication from the team. Yeah. So yeah. this is the Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. It took uh, it, 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 it gave me one year. We finished in everything in 11 months. And, and everything came on the budget, everything. Wow. And, uh, oh, my God. Uh, one month gone, huh? Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah, everything, you and, know. And, 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 and you still have your uh, Oompa Loompa suit? No, they wouldn't give me that because uh, Warner Brothers' uh, name put the numbers and everything. And you go to Warner Brothers Studios, they got all the Oompa Loompa suits there. Oh, there you go. Cool. Uh-huh. And they had. And, and they had, you know. And another question talking about uh, Charlie and Chocolate Factory. So when it came to the wig that I was wearing, uh, and the guy, the the, the the hair guy, didn't know what widow's peak. Widow's oh, peak is yeah. It's like a it's like a V. Yeah, when it comes to and he didn't know, okay. and he had to he had to explain it, and he didn't know what Hershey's kisses were at the back. Oh, wow. and he brought in Hershey's kisses to show him what. Of which it looked like. <laughs> I love it. That's awesome. And 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 I had I had seven fittings, and he every time he went, he said, "It doesn't look like deep." <laughs> and he say, "Yana," he always say, oh, "It doesn't look like deep." Uh, yeah, oh. it don't look like deep, you know. And when 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 it came to the makeup, he said, "Don't put too much makeup on him, please," you know, and then make make him like, you know. That way he is. That's so awesome. That, that awesome. had that vision of you and stayed so true to it throughout the whole process. That's so cool. Northwest so, podcast here with actor Deep Roy. Tell me what it was like to work with J.J. Abrams in the Star Trek films. Oh, that's, that's, that's another amazing, truly talented writer, director, producer. And that was Star Trek. And they were looking for me. You know, they, they, you know, so I went on the set. They were already filming there because I knew Tommy Harper was uh, was the uh, production manager. Because I worked with Tommy Harper before on Big Fish, on mm-hmm. Planet of the Apes. Oh, and, cool. uh, and, and And Tommy Harper is like, you know, uh, and he did a lot of Tim Burton movies. He was a production okay. manager on other Tim Burton movies, and then he joined J.J. Abraham, and uh, and he was a... Uh, now Tommy Harper is working with... Uh, um, he was with J.J. He was the, uh, like, a chief uh, CEO of something of uh, Bad Robert. So... So I go with the Tommy Arthur and he introduced me to JJ and shake hands and all that and JJ started talking and he said, So I like it, love it, 
love you to have on my movie. I said, you got me. And he shakes my hand and said, welcome. My How mom. cool is that? And, and uh, I said, thank you. So uh, when we were filming, it was my last day. We filmed and he shook my hand, you know, and uh, in between, you know, when I did the first, like, 14, 15, I was in the makeup, like, for 14, 15 hours. Oh, wow. Yeah, at the end of the day, you know, JJ said to me, can I pick you up? I said, sure. Give me a big <laughs> hug. He gave me a big hug. He said to me, thank you for your hard work. That touched me, you know, that's the day, you know. And he always used to say thank you to the crew, you know, for their hard work and all that. That's a big And, uh, Boy, character. Yeah, uh, when, when, on my last day, you know, they clap and all that, so I Two days later, the phone rings. My agent oh. said, oh, uh, they want you on the set. So I went on the set, you know, and uh, and I met the JJ's daughter. She said, this, this is Grace, my daughter. She's been standing in for you. I said, oh. She said, she's a huge fan of yours. I said, oh. She said, can we have a photograph taken? So we did. I said, not only that, I said to Grace, Grace, I'm going to find some photographs and give it to you. And she went, really? Yeah, yes. You know, so I signed the paper. I said, not only that. So we had the photograph then. And JJ said to me, at that time, he said, I'll change my mind. You've got to put your name to Cool. I'm going to be another star. You can be another starter. He said, we discussed whether to leave you or to take you. And we all decided to take you to Enterprise. And all the cross and crew members, they were clapping, and, 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 and especially, you know, Chris Pine. And, and That's cool. What an amazing... And, like, and Chris Pine and, 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 uh, and my buddy, uh, Simon Pack. Yeah. And they were all <laughs> And he said, welcome, welcome, welcome. Yeah, so that's JJ. So this is it, and I did the second and the third Star Trek. And let's see what happens, you know, who knows? I'm sure they'll do the fourth one, too, in the future. That's so cool. We're we're talking with legendary actor Deep Roy on Northwest Popcast. What a class act. We have been fortunate enough to work with him on a few occasions. My son has met Deep a couple of times over the years, and he's always been a class act when he's been here in the Northwest for different comic book conventions. He goes and talks to his fans and just really is a genuine person. His positive demeanor, it shows in his legendary career over the years. Thank you for the time. We appreciate it, Deep. You are Thank you so much, guys. God bless each and every one of you and all the all you, your listeners. You know, let me say to you, all your listeners who are listening, be nice. You have nothing to lose. The day is too short to be selfish. Oh, yeah. Yeah. God bless. God bless each and every one of you. You are amazing. Spreading that love. You're an amazing person. Thank you, my friend. Thank you, Dave. Thank, Thank you. you. All right. This is podcast, and we uh, we hope you guys 
enjoyed listening to Keith Roy tonight. What an amazing career, and we look forward to uh, many more episodes. Thanks again for listening. This is Northwest Podcast. Have a great one. We'll see.